prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Legend of Retro podcast. My name is Xander and today with me I have two folks. One of them is The Glitch. What's up? And the other is Craig. Thanks for having me. And we are in uh, in the spirit of our current community playthrough. We are going to go back in time to the 1980s to talk about uh, something a little risque. Um, let's uh, let's let's talk about some Grand Theft Auto Vice City, shall we? Yeah, we shall. So Grand Theft Auto Vice City was released on October 29th, 2002 for the PlayStation 2. Um, and it has since been ported to just about anything that can handle it. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. But it's a action adventure game developed by Rockstar North and, you know, just published by Rockstar. It's the fourth main entries in the Grand Theft Auto series. And it is set in the fictional Vice City based on Miami, where you get into all sorts of fun uh, 1980s themed uh, shenanigans and basically kind of copies the story of uh, Scarface to some extent, if I remember correctly. It's been a minute since I played all the way through, but you play as Tommy Versetti uh, and you were just kind of doing favors for folks here and there until you get kind of roped into things that are a lot more dangerous and a lot more intricate. But I'm going to be honest with you. I only played through the story of this once and most of my Vice City time was just looking for motorcycles and running people over. There's a there's a story in this game. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, there is. Yep. I, I mean, don't. you made the right choice, Andrew. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys remember uh, the first time you played Vice City? I owned this shortly after it came out because mm -hmm. I played three a ton mm -hmm. and loved it. And then when Vice City came out, I was like, well, I mean, they picked the best genre that ever existed. The music's got to be amazing. So I hopped on it and I don't regret my choice. Mm -hmm. Craig, how about you? Uh, yeah. I never owned a single Grand Theft Auto game, but like all my friends had them. So I was able to play with them. I think the first time I played uh, Vice City, if I remember right, and I might not be remembering right, uh, I think it was at my buddy Andy's. He had uh, uh, rented it. I don't even think he owned it yet. They had rented it, and uh, we just kept putting in codes and just, you know, destroying the city, essentially. Yeah, I... I remember going to arcade uh, Sean, the arcade Phantom's house. And I remember a grand theft auto three coming out and people making kind of a big deal about it, but I'd never heard much about the series beforehand. So I wasn't really expecting anything. And because I was 16 at the time that that game came out, I thought this, that the gameplay was hysterical. Like, Oh my God, you can run over people. You do all this stuff. This is, this is crazy. Um, and then the following year when Vice City came out, I was like, oh man, this is set in the eighties and it's got music that I know that's cool. We should do this. And, uh, I played a little bit at, um, at Sean's house and I remember going home and sitting amongst all my other video games was a PlayStation two, which I didn't have before. And I was like, what? I'm sorry. Where did this come from? And my dad's like, I remember the man of my work. And I was like, your oh, dad you... was Gary Busey. 
No, my dad's paw bear from the hillbilly bears. We've talked about this. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's uh, just sounds just like paw bear from the hillbilly bears. Literally, that is how Xander's father sounds. And I was like, wow, you bought a PlayStation from one of your friends at work. That's so cool. Um, I need to go to GameStop real quick. <laughs> and it was like within the first week of Vice City coming out. And I could not like all the copies were gone. I found finally found one store that had a pre-owned copy. And I was like, yes, please. Thank you. I will take that. <laughs> like apparently somebody had just like played it and then finished the story and just brought it back and returned. I was like, why would they do this? But I'm OK to what pay five dollars less for it. What a dummy. Right. Yeah, that was a stupid move. And yeah, I why'd you, why'd you do it, Craig? <laughs> I, I, I regret it to this day. He didn't want the shame of owning a Grand Theft Auto game. He said <laughs> earlier he's never had one. I can't live with that kind of shame. You got it an old. Uh, but yeah, I can't tell you how much time I spent uh, after that first opening mission on that one street by the beach, just cruising up and down, trying to find different cars and trying to find motorcycles and stuff. Um, yeah, they give you a ton of real estate to explore at the beginning of this game. They you really do. Essentially half the map. And I feel like it's even more than half because that part of the island's like so much bigger mm-hmm. than the left side. It's yeah, it's a lot to uh, just to give you right off the bat. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a cool like immersive uh, setting, and uh, obviously the music was was great. And what I liked about it was just um, just seeing all the different things that were so similar to Grand Theft Auto Three, but just like with an mm-hmm. 80s spin on it. I just thought it was a it was a cool direction to take the series. Now I have been in the Discord arguing that I think San Andreas is the better game, but I think this is definitely uh, was a stepping stone for this to be as popular as it was. Is there a better era like to do than the 1980s? No. Like, is there a cooler era? I, I mean, no. I, I argue there is not. No, I there, don't think there, there is. probably isn't. I think I would love to see more things explore different things than the 80s because I feel like it's kind of played out at this point. Like, yeah, we know this now. Like, let's let's go somewhere, else, which I think is why I like San Andreas so much. Now, at the time, though, was it played out? Because what else did we have that was 1980s aside from our own memories? Uh, A lot of VH1. I love the 80s. Okay, VH1. (laughs) I'll give you that. Yeah, no, you're right. At the time, absolutely. Yeah, I I don't think that there was much like this Mm -hmm. uh, when it came out. And yeah, you know, the 1980s are, let's face it, every, like, movie studio every you know comic book creator like just so many different media outlets realized that all the nerds from the like that grew up in the 80s so like you know born in the the late 70s into the early 80s and stuff Mm -hmm. i think that so many companies realized oh all these people are just pining for their youth and so now we have so much media that takes place in the 1980s mm-hmm. and uses music from the 1980s. And, you know, so yeah, I, I think nowadays it's a bit more out like overplayed. I still love it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I think that when this came out there, yeah, there wasn't really anything like this. Certainly not with video games glitch. Well, I think that attests to the fact of how like big this game went from three and how quick it got made. So, like, this game only had a development cycle of, like, 9 to 11 months, depending on who you talk to, I guess, at Rockstar. And it originally started off as just an expansion of 3. And then I guess, like, the team was just, like, so willing to put so much work into it because, you know, at the time, it was probably a lot of guys in their 
you know, twenties and thirties who were born in the seventies. So like that was their childhood. So it was easy for them to pull up like a bunch of things and put a lot of, you know, uh, you know, Easter eggs and, you know, hidden nostalgia into the game. So, uh, I think that really shows and the fact that they went big and had like a huge cast. Mm-hmm. They finally had like a voice for the main character, which was crazy for the Grand Theft Auto game. Um, it really shows and that what nine months, I mean, when was the last time we got a Grand Theft Auto game? Uh eight years. Two thousand fourteen, I think. Right. Wait. The main character in Vice City isn't a silent protagonist? No, he's voiced by Ray Liotta. Huh. There's a lot of him ever like, speaking. Even, even surprising, like going back and listening to Grand Theft Auto 3, they got a lot of like pretty big name voice actors, or not voice actors, but like actual actors to voice these characters. Oh, yeah. If you look at, uh, if you just look at Vice City alone, you have Tom Versetti played by Ray Liotta, Sonny Ferrelli played by Tom Sizemore, Ken Rosenberg is uh, William Fickner, um, Danny Dyer, Burt Reynolds is in this game, Luis Guzman, just to name Burt Reynolds? Hand. Yeah, dude. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Burt Reynolds is the guy that the cowboy that owns like Shady Acres. Yeah, uh, they got the guy from Vice City, Philip Michael Thomas, who mm-hmm. plays Lance, which is just one of the best characters in the game, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Gary Busey, Lee Majors, Robert Davy uh, from like Goonies and stuff, uh, and they got Jenna Jameson and Lawrence Taylor too. I'll be danged. Mm-hmm. Which Lawrence Taylor, by the way, plays the amazing uh, B.J. Smith, who is like an ex football player which Lawrence Taylor is, and literally plays himself. It's always good. <laughs> now, Craig, have you uh, ever played the story of any Grand Theft Auto game? Never once in my life, no. <laughs> I, I honestly uh, have never had an interest, and mind you, I've never owned the games. Mm-hmm. If I did, maybe I would just to, you know, get some use out of the games I own. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I... I in every Vice City I've ever played, I just run around and do ridiculous stuff. And uh, uh, I, I know Xander is already aware of this game, but uh, Glitch, you might be unfamiliar if I've never told you. Uh, have Have I ever explained what moped hunting is? Uh, no. <laughs> so moped hunting is the game that Andy and I invented when you play Vice City. The rule is, is that you're allowed to have a moped when you moped hunt. You got to lure them into a false sense of security, you see. AKA, you need to trick the game's AI into spawning more moped. <laughs> and uh, essentially what you do is every single person that you come across on another moped, you murder them and destroy their <laughs> moped. And so essentially what we do is we drive around in our little crappy mopeds and as soon as you see a moped, you can't let them get away. And if two spawn, God have mercy on you. You better act fast. Use a rocket launcher, whatever. Uh, and all of the weapons at your disposal, you you obliterate them. Just innocent AI is trying to deliver pizza. Just... Innocent? They're driving mopeds. Were you not paying attention? He's got you there. You got to be focused here if you want to be a moped hunter glitch. <laughs> You don't sound like you got it. I don't know if you have what it takes. Like they can't afford the the BCJ bike, PCJ bike, or whatever, so they can only get the moped. Have mercy on them. You disgust me. <laughs> get out of my sight. This is the eighties. There was money everywhere. The moped was a choice. It was Miami. That is true. <laughs> 
it was a it was a, a very uh, a nice economic uh, time, I think, in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1980s, wasn't it? I think it was. It certainly was anyway. for Tommy Versetti because he ended yeah, up getting a lot of money. <laughs> that's probably true. Uh, I wouldn't know because uh, I was mostly spending my time murdering people on mopeds. Uh, but yeah, uh, that sounds <laughs> sounds about right. Well, what about the that crack rat, ratchet? That wasn't it. Uh, that crack racket, crotch racket. Yeah. Wow. Let's, let me try and get it right one of these times. Crotch racket. Uh, Can you say it you five can't say that fast, five times fast? Hey. <laughs> Uh, it was fantastic though, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, no, it, was, it was pretty great. Like after playing so much of Grand Theft Auto Three, finally having motorcycles, and mm-hmm. similar to uh, similar to Craig's moped hunter game, I always found it, and still even in the in the later series, later games in the series, something weirdly satisfying about running people over who are driving motorcycles when you're in giant cars, just like <laughs> just the physics of the bodies yeah. flying and stuff. Yeah, it's a good, weird, like sadistic it? outlet to this game, but uh, at least it's there, you know. <laughs> uh, now, speaking of uh, sadistic outlets, uh, do you guys happen to remember Jack Thompson? Oh, yeah. The mm-hmm. lawyer, Xander? No. So Jack Thompson was this loudmouth lawyer. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking loudmouth of- is what. Uh, triggered it, wasn't it? No, I was trying to think of like GTA characters. I was like, how does Craig know GTA? Char-? But yeah, no, Jack. Yes, please go ahead. I <laughs> uh, there were uh, two separate lawsuits that he like levied against uh, 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 Rockstar, Rockstar Games, and due to uh, Vice City. Uh, he said, uh, and it's really depressing when you read into the cases because you know, like one of them is like this kid who murdered his dad. Uh, and like apparently like the dad abused him or something but like they tried to file a lawsuit against vice city saying that like vice city made him murder his dad it was eventually thrown out of course uh but there was like another case where like uh and this one's way more twisted because like it's this dude who like killed a bunch of people and then when he was finally captured he like i think he like shot a few police officers and then stole the cop car and then like fled the scene, but then of course was caught later. And he was like, Oh, we all got to die sometime. And like, they found out that he played a bunch of vice city and I, you know, the, I, I, I'm not going to say that like video games make you murder people by any stretch of the imagination. I think that video games can heighten anger and, you know, some violent tendencies to some degree. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, the, the case was thrown out because no Jack Thompson vice city didn't make this guy murder people. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then vice city actually had a, a a lawsuit in like 2017. Really? Yeah. Apparently like, uh, this psychic or something, uh, there's a character in the game that they felt was very reminiscent of them and they like, you know, filed a lawsuit. But the thing is, is like there are parody laws and mm-hmm. there's also the fact that it had been more than three years. Right. Since it came, like, you know, the game came out. And so I guess the state laws there, it'll just get thrown out. Uh, and it may have already been thrown out, but the law takes a million billion years to cycle through everything. So who knows? Maybe we'll end up hearing yeah. about this case in the future. 
Yeah. And didn't Lindsay Lohan try and sue Grand Theft Auto for using one of her likenesses or something uh, back in the day? Grand Theft Auto Five, the there was a was character it? on the cover that had a a, a some, like a passing resemblance for right. for her, and I think like it was. I think that got thrown out as well because they admitted like, no, we didn't base this on Lindsay Lohan. We based this on something like they showed the picture that they based it off of. And it was like some other model. Maybe it I was remember looking at the two and being like, yeah, that's not Lindsay Lohan at all. Yeah. I think if anything, people were saying it looks more like, I think it was Kate Upton. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's, it's, it was a blind and Lindsay yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan uh, has, <laughs> has, has gone through many different hair colors. I certainly don't think of her as being a blonde. One of my fondest memories of this game, my friend Pete had Vice City on the PC. And in the PC versions, you could go and code, which he was into, and he would change the the balance of the golf cart. So it was the heaviest uh, vehicle in the game and also the fastest. He would increase the speed. <laughs> so literally, I would sit there and watch him play this game and just basically like hit jumps with the golf cart, fly across like half the map and like run into like tanks and stuff and knock them out of the way. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish that I could play that version and then change it so that the mopeds. (laughs) No, Craig, because then the other mopeds that you're chasing down would be moving just as fast. Increases the challenge. I wouldn't mind the challenge because let's face it, (laughs) murdering people on mopeds, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, guys. It's basically just hard mode right there. The easiest thing in the world to kill a person on a moped. Am I talking about real life? Am I talking about the game? Who knows? I was about to say that just needs to be its own little sound bite for just future anything. It's the easiest thing in the world to kill someone on a moped. <laughs> Attributed to Craig WK. <laughs> that's uh the truer words have never been spoken as far as I'm concerned. That's that's even uh, uh a better sound clip than the uh one the GameZilla team got a hold of me being like, I don't even remember what it was. It was something about P. Yeah. I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't recall. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. It's something about drinking pee. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> what do you, you you drink the pee as well out uh, there, glitch? You know it. Speaking of pee, did you guys ever find the Easter egg in this game? Uh, what one? Uh, there is an egg that says "Happy Easter" on it. Oh, there's a literal Easter egg. Oh, hmm. No, I didn't even know it was a thing. Where is it? I feel um, like so I it, remember hearing about it. Maybe I did it. I just don't. It's again. It's been. I, I kind of uh, I very rarely go back to the old uh, the old Grand Theft Auto games when a new one comes out just because I find it's like I get so used to the way the new one plays that I have a really mm-hmm. hard time going back to the older ones. Um, I do. I did just recently push uh, these games onto my um, wish list on Steam. I'm kicking myself because in the summer sale, it, like all three of the of the uh, PlayStation 2 era games were on sale for like nine dollars. And now they're all like nine dollars a piece. Oof. just to kind of go back and see see if they um if the pc ports are any better because i've gone back and tried to play it on like playstation 2 and xbox and they are rough um so yeah, i will play- say uh i will say uh i played vice city i think it was last year uh i think it was during 2020 during the uh pandemic i went to andy's place and he had vice city going and it was still fun like mm-hmm. it's it's clunkier of course than uh the newer you know, Grand Theft Auto games, but yeah, it still holds up pretty well, I think. I mean, it definitely needs a remake. I would love a remake of Vice City. That would be fantastic. I'd I'd not buy it, but play it at a friend's <laughs> and hunt people on mopeds. 
I imagine it would sell well because transition here. Um, it was the fourth best selling game on the PS2, selling 9.8 million copies. Wow. I believe it, man. Like I said, that first week, I could not find a store that had a copy in stock. Yeah, what guys... was it, like half a million copies in like the first few days or something like that, first week? I know it was the best selling game of uh, 2002. Uh, do you happen to know which uh, what the other games are that sold better than Vice City? I do. Did someone want to guess? Ooh, in 2002? Uh... No, no, no. Uh, just in general on the PS2. Oh, so it was I'm the fourth in... best selling. There were three games that sold better on the PS2. What were they? Hmm. Worldwide. Um, maybe a Tony Hawk game? No. Nope. The Tony Hawk no. series kind of fizzled out in popularity after two. I mean, they kept oh, making them, of course, yeah. but they weren't like a, oh my God, you got to buy this. One um, of them's a little bit obvious. Uh, Guitar Hero? That would have been... You want to give another guess? Um, let's see. PlayStation 2... Uh, I want to say Final Fantasy X. Uh, So there was Gran Turismo 4, Gran Turismo 3, and the number one best-selling game on the PS2, we already talked about it, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Ah. Oh, right. Yeah, San Andreas. Why didn't we think of that? I almost guessed that, but I thought the popularity for Vice City outweighed it, so I wasn't sure. Like, it, it does make logical sense. Like, oh, this is the next step in this wildly popular series. Like, why wouldn't that be? Yeah top but i thought maybe it would have just been just fallen short of vice city but i guess that's a ridiculous thing to think i'm i guess i shouldn't be surprised but i kind of am that two gran turismo games are in the like top what top four best-selling games of all time yeah, the, for the playstation 2 the top, top three, four yeah. the top, top three, four yeah. selling games on the playstation 2 it's a, a rule they have to have g and t in their uh <laughs> in their titles <laughs> gran turismo Is, grand theft auto why didn't Dragon Ball GT uh, Final Bounce came... sell better on the PlayStation? Because... Those are five, Craig. Yeah, oh. it also starts with Dragon Ball. <laughs> not... It has to start with G, and the second word has to be T. Come on. I we're, just, we're just making Fair things enough. up at this point. It's cool. I'm going to make a game called Guido Torellini. Okay. I, I'm fine. about making pasta. It's just <laughs> Guido the Italian making pasta. Number one bestseller on the Xbox. Perfect. In Italy. No, worldwide. And I, I have faith in Tony. Thanks. Uh, I have a couple of glitches if you guys are interested. It's uh, you, uh, uh, you never wouldn't finish your story about the Easter egg, by the way. I mean, so I mean, I was glad to if you wanted me to finish it. No, so I did. I just in, I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry that I sidetracked us there. No, nah, no, you're good. No, nah, we're good. Let's just keep moving. I, I don't. I'm good either way. I don't care. Obviously, this about. is going to be this is a pretty unorthodox episode of uh, of of legend of retro as we we have not played this in a long time we're honestly just reminiscing at this point and hoping hoping for the best <laughs> <laughs> um the vice city newspaper building uh if you go to the roof there's a helicopter it's like one of the main spots you can get a helicopter basically always spawning mm-hmm. there um but if you just go straight towards the building across the street and do a jump into one of the windows there is a like uh a stand with an Easter egg, chocolate Easter egg that says happy Easter on it. Mm, yeah. Now that you're, there's also some weird Easter eggs. There's like one, it's kind of tricky to do. And I don't, don't know what gun store it's in, but if you like put your back to the wall and scope, like through a, a rocket and turn around so you can look through the wall, there's like an image of Ronald Reagan and uh, Gorbachev is left. Like he's using him as like target practice. It's so odd. And it's obviously something they wanted to hide really deep in the game. Cause I don't know how anyone came across that, but mm-hmm. it, it's there. It's in the game. 
Mr. Gorbachev, I'm going to shoot you in the face. <laughs> well, 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 Mr. Gorbachev, well, <laughs> I am going to, well, probably he does shoot say well you. a lot. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> what are R- the glitches do you have for us? Uh, so glitches, yeah. So uh, you can get to uh, Starfish Island early, which is the island that has the big mansion that you get later in the game. Um, if you just go up to the gate on the sidewalk with your bike and do a wheelie into it, if you eventually you'll fall and it'll just spawn you on a random spot on the island. And it's just like a fail safe spot they put in the game, which, you know, gets you further into the game. And then, uh, so they basically block off the West side of the Island throughout most of the game. But if you wanted to get over there, you can do it super easy, uh, on the North part of the map, uh, you can just walk around. There's like road barriers. You just walk around the barrier and you just start walking into the bridge and you'll go under the map. And then as soon as you just go far enough, you'll pop back up and get a helicopter and do whatever you want. Neat. Huh. And then there was one more glitch I want to talk about. And this is one I did when I was like streaming back in the day. Uh, it is fantastic. It's called the Flintstone glitch. And I advise everyone to look it up because it's pretty funny. And it's super easy to do. You basically just have to get one of your bikes, park on a spot where there's a close icon, get off. And then when you go to get back on, it'll think you're selecting the close. So it'll change your outfit, but you'll spawn in the bike itself. And basically when you're driving, he's running like it's like <laughs> Flintstones and you can literally run into anything. You can crash, you can uh, do all sorts of stuff and you'll never spawn out of the bike until you like go to shoot or get off the bike. That's hilarious. Yeah, but dab a do. So I got some speed ring stuff. If you want me to get into that now. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyone want to give a guess that, I mean, so this game's super broken, obviously. Yeah. Uh, because there's a million other glitches I didn't even touch on. But did you guys want to give a guess at what the world record is for any percent? For any? wait, Go ahead. the game that they the game that they made in like nine months nine is months. janky. <laughs> you don't say. Yes. I. Uh, I don't know. Uh, two minutes. Two and a half minutes. All right, Xander. Uh, I'm gonna say an hour and fifty. Uh, Craig's closer. It's eight minutes and twenty seconds. Uh, Woo! Uh, they do this wrong warp glitch. So in the game, you need to have so many assets, which means like you need to own so many businesses and so many buildings, and there's seven that you have to get. Mm-hmm. So they figured out a way to use the replay. Do you guys remember the replay mechanic in this game? It was basically uh, like almost like a film. So like you could do oh. something, and you would click replay, and it would replay like the last portion of the game that you just played like a movie oh, i very yeah, vaguely I, remember. Was, I, I basically never used it but it is a function in the game um you can use that to and still select items in the replay and i guess this mainly works in the japanese version uh so they would do that select a mission like a rampage and then select another mission in the game through the regular game not in the replay and it would stack the missions so you would cancel one, and I guess when you would do it enough, it would mess with the coding in a game enough to shoot you to the final mission. Hmm. If you did it, at the, if you had like the right amount of money and you did it with the right amount of assets, I don't know how they figure this stuff out, but it's fantastic. Probably that's, people yeah, just I, diving through the code crazy. and be like, "What are the what are the parameters for finishing this game? What is the game checking for?" Would be my guess. Yep. That's crazy. 
yeah, I mean, kudos for the fact that they were able to bring down, you know, a game that should take hours to, you know, eight minutes. <laughs> it's absurd. To me, one of the things that I love most about the the Grand Theft Auto series and, and Vice City did it really well is uh, just the satirical kind of humor they have about just the world that it's in. Um, and that's evident in their their radio shows, their the commercials that show up all kind of, and even just to some extent, some of the missions, it's they'll just take a really kind of tongue in cheek look at something that was going on in that period and, and just run with it. Um mm-hmm. And it's it's a little bit like immature sometimes. Like, oh, that's that's really what you're going for. But then there's also like just a genius to it as well. That's just like really, really funny. Um, some of it is uh, crude. Um, like we were we were kind of trying to find some some things to play in this episode. And we listened to eight seconds of something. Oh, no, that's way too overtly <laughs> sexual. We're we're not going to do that. Um <laughs> And other ones are just like very, very cleverly written. And it just makes the whole the whole world of any of the Grand Theft Auto games such a such a fun thing to to experience and kind of just go through and and listen to. So um, do you guys have anything else that you want to discuss about Grand Theft Auto before we start kind of diving into some of the media from the game? Have I mentioned how bad I hate mopeds? No. Let me tell you guys a story. It's called The Moped and the Hunter. (laughs) Okay. By me. (laughs) One day, there was a little baby moped, and it was just chugging along the road. And then Craig saw it, and he murdered it. The end. Oh. That's a short story. All right, let me tell you guys a story. The lives of mopeds are typically short. Go on, Glitch. <laughs> it's called Guido's Tortellini. <laughs> I'm hungry. Tell me more. Let me tell you all a story about one of our partners. And it goes a little something like this. Imagine being stuck in a room for days, far from your friends and family while feeling sick and scared. Now, imagine being in that same room, but having access to online gaming, virtual reality, 3D printing, Lego robotics, and the ability to create your own Twitch channel. At CSMOT Children's Hospital, we use video game technology to improve our patients' lives and help them reach their therapeutic goals. But we can't do it without your help. Every device and interaction provided to our patients is paid for by the thoughtful donations of gamers like you. If you want to help, then go to tiltify.com slash mottchildren that's T-I-L-T-I-F-Y dot com slash M-O-T-T children. There, you can make a one-time donation or, if you're a content creator, learn how to stream for Mott. So if you want to help other gamers like you, please visit Tiltify.com slash Mott children and play for the little victors. So Grand Theft Auto Vice City um, has a lot of music in it. The The music that was for the game itself was composed by Lex Horton. Uh, but nobody There's, really remembers that so much as they do yeah. all of the licensed songs that are in the game. Um, I was to say, are there actual like original songs in this game? Yeah, there's like the the uh, like the theme song that plays throughout, you know, like as for loading screens and stuff like that. So it, for me, the theme song in my head when I try to think of it is just Flock of Seagulls. Yeah, same here. Yeah, no, I'm, same I'm here. You're probably not wrong. <laughs> I think that's the isn't that the song that played for the trailer of the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to think of vice city and not immediately think eighties music. And uh, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit. Um, but to really kind of simulate this world where you're driving around in mission on missions throughout the, the vice city, um, they do have a bunch of different radio stations that you can listen to. Um, you've got V rock, the rock station, you have flash, which is, I believe is just pop hits. Um, what was the what was the chat station in this one? I'm so much more versed in uh, in some of the other games that I can't think of all the the radio stations uh, in here. In this one, it was called. There were two. There was K Chat, and then there was like a Vice City Public Access one that I, that wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But K Chat was fantastic. It had like uh, her name was Amy, and did interviews with all sorts of different characters. That like even the B J Smith football player and she does like she does an interview with Thor. And I know uh, mm-hmm. Xander, you might have something on that later, but. Um, just just the ridiculous guess you would have and they would get end up getting into fights and they get callers it was it wasn't as good as chat radio chatterbox chatterbox yeah on uh in grand theft auto 3 but because uh, chatterbox had laszlo yes it did who came back into this but he was on the the v-rock yes which is a wonderful thing if you remember listening to chatterbox and this is uh chatterbox is something that i've downloaded the the full like hour long sound file and i will i have on my phone and occasionally it pops up on random and i just listen to chatterbox um <laughs> there's a moment in chatterbox in grand theft auto 3 where he says hey this is me as laszlo we're uh we're here on on chatterbox because i got kicked off the rock station it's like a throwaway line that they say there <laughs> and so in vice city when you're you know you're traveling back presumably 15 or so years uh, it's cool to hear that Laszlo is on the rock station. <laughs> yeah, that's great. They have a really cool line at the beginning of one of the songs. They have the fictional band Love Fist, uh, which is playing. And, and at one point, Laszlo says, hey, just a quick reminder for you guys. Love Fist are in town. Love Fist is in town. I don't know. I flunked school because I'm hardcore. It's <laughs> playing the song. <laughs> but the, mu- the music had such a variety. I remember there was a point when I was I played the game enough where a song would come in on one station and once it finished, I knew what other songs were coming up. So I would just go to the next station. So I'd have like this chain link of like songs I wanted to hear where I would just go from station to station. Mm -hmm. That's great. I remember Sean uh, got a hold of the, the soundtrack box, which was like, uh, it was just like hand selected songs from each of the radio stations. And it had a couple commercials here, here and there thrown in. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. I want to listen to all this. And I just ended up listening to the V-Rock soundtrack over and over and over. (laughs) What I loved about V-Rock is it was, uh, you know, again, this is early 2000s. I was still kind of uh, I wasn't as varied in my musical taste as I am now. So it really introduced me to a lot of the the 80s rock and metal that I eventually grew to love. Um, And this was kind of my my stepping stone into it. I've got the uh, the soundtrack or rather the the playlist for um, the V rock channel here. I want to just give you guys some of the gold that's on this. Let's hear it. So you have, uh, and this is an alphabetical order by band. So you have Alcatraz, God blessed video, which I'm not super familiar with Madhouse by anthrax, turn up the radio by autograph. She sells sanctuary by the cult, which is probably the song. I, one of the songs I think of most when I think about just vice city in general, uh, David Lee Roth, Yankee Rose, two minutes to midnight by iron maiden. You've got another thing coming. Judas priest, uh, the two Love Fist songs, uh, which I can't read the titles to. Uh, Lover Boy, Working for the Weekend, Peace Sells by Megadeth, Too Young to Fall in Love by Motley Crue, Bark at the Moon, Ozzy Osbourne, Come on, Feel the Noise, Quiet Riot, Slayer, Raining Blood, Tesla Coming at You Live, and Twisted Sister, I Want to Rock. Awesome. 
yeah, solid lineup. Yeah. yeah, I would I would basically go between it was uh it was V Rock, Flash, K Chat. And the only time I would ever go away from those is when Run DMC's uh Rockbox came on. Oh, dude, Rockbox is so good. It's fantastic. Yeah. I forgot that song was in this game. Uh go to Flash. I think Flash has a great lineup if that's there in front of you. Xander. Uh, yeah, give me a second, see if I can pull it up. That's pulling it up on Spotify. All right, so the songs here, this is added by, um, I don't know, it says Rockstar Games. I doubt it's actually Rockstar. But anyway, Out of Touch by Daryl uh, Hall and John Oates. Yes. <laughs> Dance All Days, Wang Chung. Self Control by Laura Branigan. Call Me by Go West. Kiss in the Dirt by NXS. Run to You, Brian Adams. Four Little Diamonds by ELO. Uh, Owner of a Lonely Heart. Yes, Video Killed the Radio Star by The Bugles. Japanese Boy, Anika. Life's What You Make It by Talk Talk. Your love, the outfield, stepping out, Joe Jackson, and one thing leads to another by the fix. So good, yeah, a lot of really good, really good tracks. Now, because they are licensed songs and they have all sorts of copyright, uh, we can't really play a lot of it. So we did pick out two songs. Uh, Craig and I picked out some songs that really stood out to us. Uh, we're gonna play just quick thirty-minute snippets, just to kind of put you in that in that '80s music mindset before we talk about some of the commercials. Thirty minutes. minutes. Thirty minutes. That's right. These songs are thirty minutes long. Yes. Thirty minutes. Um, I'm running in. in I wish you could see Craig and <laughs> mine and Craig's eye just light up when he said thirty minutes. I'm, like, wow. I'm talking Grand Theft Auto time, where a minute is actually just a second long. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so Craig picked Africa by Toto. So let's take a quick, tiny listen to this. I hear the drums echoing tonight, and she hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. Isn't it crazy how quick 30 seconds goes by when it's playing some music that you might get sued for? <laughs> Especially if it's music that's also amazing, because right. I could listen to that song just all the time. Not to not to sound like a Toto snob, but I'm more of a self-titled album Toto guy than I am like four or, uh, you know, the first two albums I think are, are some of the better Toto myself. No, no, Thank you for the no uh, semantics hold, there. Hold the line. Is that is that yeah, what dude, you're talking about? Hold the line. Rock maker. Man, mm. the, for the self-titled Toto album is so good. It is. I ain't going to say you're wrong. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that and all you know from from Toto is Africa, do yourself a favor and go listen to self-titled. Uh, and then I mentioned before uh, some of the heavy metal music that got uh, introduced to me through Vice City. Um, I would be remiss not to play one of my favorites uh, by Iron Maiden, then as is now, Two Minutes to Midnight. flashbacks of running over mopeds 
<laughs> I'm having uh, uh, those uh, flashes just pop in my head as we listen. Mm-hmm. Now we go from the music to the commercials, which honestly, I think I love going back and listening to more than the music just because it's it's there. There are like hidden gems every single time I go back and listen to it. Um, just very well written, very, again, tongue in cheek, satirical, just really good. So we have one from the glitch here. This is his recommendation. This is the commercial for Pet Stuffers. Old Max, we go everywhere together. Right, boy? At Pet Stuffers, we know there's nothing like a relationship between a man and his dog. Sometimes you just can't let go. Max, you didn't eat your food. That's the second week in a row. Max? When the unspeakable happens, just put your four-legged friend in the refrigerator or freezer. Then call Pet Stuffers. We'll be there within a week to pick him up, and in less than a month, he'll be back as good as new. Through an ancient Egyptian miracle process called taxidermy, you and your best friend will always be together. Yeah, that's a good dog. Pet Stuffers, when you just can't let go. And coming soon, grandparents forever. Now, this is the first time Craig's heard a lot of these commercials in in a very long time. Uh, It is. Uh, This is very fresh for me. Uh, And uh, I'm very, very excited for grandparent stuffers uh, coming soon. I also love the fact that uh, they say we'll be there in like a week. Like, that's great. Uh, I will say that, sadly, it's not as good as Pets Overnight from Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah, Pets Overnight. Little bundles of love in a box shipped to your door. <laughs> so good. Uh, another one that I had forgotten about until I was listening to the radio commercials today is uh, Thor's self-help books. So let's take a listen to those. For thousands of years, Americans have looked for answers to life's difficult questions. Now, millions of people just like you are finding answers and taking charge of their lives through the original patented and proven program of Valhalla's finest deity, Thor. Treasure awaits you, but beware of your women, folk. Treachery is deep within her. By the coming of the spring, she shall be no more. Thor changed my life. Author of two best-selling self-help books translated from the original runic into 25 languages, Thor has helped millions realize their dreams. Beware the trap set by the frost giants. Carry your magic hammer. Available on record or cassette, the personal Norse power program looks to the myths of the Vikings for answers. Can you give my husband and I some advice to help keep things hot in the bedroom? Take a longboat and 20 of your finest men. Head to where the sun sets. There you will find a village. Pillage, plunder, and burn all that you find. And if you order now, you'll receive Thor's subliminal tape series, so you gain wisdom of the gods while sleeping. Accept the crystal cup at the feast. Beware the dwarf. Thor's personal Norse power program. Call now. 866-PILLAGE. That's 866-PILLAGE. At the feast. Beware the dwarf. Beware the dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. In a boat. Pillage. Oh man. I, I love how uh, oh yeah. I love on. how earnestly it's approached too. Like it's <laughs> they're really going for this authentic sounding commercial and it's just the most ridiculous stuff. Yeah, I, I uh, adore the absurdity of the uh, uh, misogyny and stuff. Just like she can't be trusted. It's like, <laughs> oh boy, that's bad. How can that's you, real bad. How can my husband and I keep things interesting? Grab a longboat and twenty of your best men. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> 
like they hit they could have taken that just so many different directions i love that they just keep thor on the task of, <laughs> of just like being himself um and then arguably the greatest commercial made up for anything ever we have the the trailer commercial for the movie exploder get ready because this is the best thing ever <laughs> He was a man of peace living on a quiet farm in North Dakota till one day all hell broke loose. Tim, we need you. I'm a man of peace. I'm done killing. I want to raise a family. That's just it, Tim. They've got your family. No! Jack Howitzer is Tim in Exploder. From the heart of America to the jungles of Cambodia, follow one man's quest for peace. Ochi Bat, is that you? Tim, I know you come. Just like old days, we kill everybody. Tim, they've got your wife, but I'm not married. You are now to America. He went in to save his country, but found his family and lost a friend. Ochi! Tim, don't leave me. You taught me baseball, Tim, and how to rap. No! He would have been a fine American. I'll cry when I'm done killing. Get yourself a body bag. Strap yourself in. Start making friends the American way. Exploder. Evacuator Part 2. Rated PG. May include patriotic garbage. May include patriotic garbage. How fantastic is it that it's PG? Yeah. Wholesome for the whole family. Well, I mean, that's the way movies were big. Like stuff that would normally have gotten a harder rating in the 80s got just slaps on the wrist when it came to the rating system. Um, and I completely forgot that aside from Exploder, there was an additional piece of Exploder media. Do you guys remember this? No. Yeah, but, there was the, the I do know it. It's the knife, right? Yeah, they sold. They were selling the knife that was used in Exploder. It's the knife that saved America. If you like the film Exploder, you'll love this enormous commemorative survival knife. In the handle, you'll find all of the things you'll need in any wilderness, disaster situation, or the jungle of your backyard. It comes complete with fishing line, needle and thread for sewing gashes back together, and an incredibly useful and durable toothpick. Tim, go on without me. I've got toughy stuck in tooth. It's okay, Ho-Chi. Try this! For those unplanned extended stays in the jungle, there's a saw for building your own hut, toilet paper, and a fold-out woman for company, as well as a serrated blade that can kill a man before he can scream. That'll shut you up. The Exploder Survival Knife. It's the knife that saved America. Now it can save you. This knife killed 25,000 people in Cambodia. Now you can too. Love it. <laughs> oh, man, I need that knife for my moped hunting. You sure do. I need to get the food out of my teeth. Oh, man. Such good Damn, writing. I can't go on. Something. You've done a lot of movie work, uh, but are you mostly recognized as Newman to most people? Sorry, autoplay on YouTube. <laughs> was that Conan? Yeah, sure was. Inter- interviewing Wayne Knight about Space Jam. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Play it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but there were so many great commercials. There's a lot that we couldn't play that mm-hmm. I really wanted. Us. There's uh, the Salivex, which is the people who can't uh, salivate anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can finally eat crackers. And then, you know, obviously it gets pretty dirty from there. Yeah. Uh, but one of the dirtiest ones, Xander listened to like two seconds of it. And it's like, no, yeah, I can't use this. Was uh, the Rusty Brown's Ring Donuts. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> if you want to listen to those, they're all on YouTube, and it's just great to. It's funny because you can really tell that they put a lot of time into the script on yeah. a lot of these. The uh, the one where they were trying to like to do the resalivate, they have like these testimonials, and the 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 couple at the end, they like clearly, it's like uh, Craig, it's like the Clerks cartoon where they're like, it's just like that Al Pacino film. <laughs> it's like oh, now that I great. can salivate, I can lick my whatever this is. Like now, nah. <laughs> like, it's it's really well done. Uh, we had a late request from the glitch about another song that was featured. Um, and uh, are we good to just start this song from the beginning? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, normally I was trying to find perfect 30 second snippets. But if I remember, this song starts out like it does. Yeah. It starts off right away. So uh, this is Your Love by the Outfield. Josie's on a vacation watch the music video for this no i these, don't think so these guys are pretty goofy I, looking <laughs> you forget how much how uh they take the the studio track and just go right into uh they just edit it over the the songs so it's like there's it's very clear they're lip syncing and all that it's oh so it's a very oddly produced video so i recommend you take a look at it if you just want something to, to kind of <laughs> giggle at here be warned there is like 40 seconds of filler before the song actually starts so fantastic song though i love that song it's for great. sure yeah no it's a great song um but i think that's uh that's all we're gonna dive into for the media on this episode um if you if you are not familiar with vice city uh, and and just the the humorous way that they have their their commercials and all that definitely check out the game or at the very least go online and look up the radio stations and listen to it. And just it's, it's a, it's a nice escape. It's a, it's a cool way to listen to a playlist of great songs along with all the, the silly stuff that's in between. So if you're at work on a long day and you need like an hour to kill, you want to listen to something that's that would be my recommendation is look up uh, grand theft auto radio stations. You guys have anything else before we jump into our retro relapse? Never tolerate a moped to exist. <laughs> If you see a moped, you must destroy it. It is your obligation in game or real life. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. So Retro Relapse this week. Glitch, you want to tell us about it? Uh, I picked a game. You sure did. Um, it is a game. Yeah. I swear to you guys, it is a game. Um, and it is Icarus Proud Bottom in the Curse of the Chocolate Fountain. Yep. Uh now we've I, played I, we've played some stinkers before. This is the first one I've challenged and said, can we please just not do this one? <laughs> oh yeah, Xander requested hours before the episode a you know, can we pick a different retro relapse? Because <laughs> I just this is this is rough, but come on. I mean, so how far did you guys get? That's like that's gonna be my first question. First I, checkpoint. I yeah, I played for about 10 minutes, and I don't know if there was a checkpoint or not. I just know that every time I would die to a, like a, just a silly overcorrect in the in the keys, um, it would start me back at the beginning. So I probably didn't even get to the first checkpoint. But uh yeah, d- did you get the katana? No. 
Neither no. you got the katana. No. So hey, wait, is that at the start of the game? Before we it's dive a- into this, let's just explain what this game is. For All those right. of you who don't know, um, there's a title screen that tells you, oh, this is whatever the title is. I can't forget because it's so long. It's something about Icarus and the fountain. Um, and immediately you are shown a landscape and your character is flying because he's pooping so much that it's propelling him through the sky. And he talks about, wow, this would be a pretty magical thing if I wasn't if it wasn't for the boom booms. And then he's like, I hope I better I better not hit any of these ducks. And therein lies the gameplay. You're dodging ducks while you're pooping so hard that you're flying through the air. Apparently, there's more to it, but uh, I couldn't stomach it and uh, stopped playing after about 10 minutes when nothing was seemed to be going on. So no, the glitch. Carry on. What, is, what about this katana? Well, OK, then, Craig, how far did you get? Did you get I- your spirit animal? I got the spirit animal. Okay, that's good. I I got that first checkpoint, and then it was uh, Canadian geese coming from behind instead of, like, the ducks from the front, and they were, like, flying all over the place, and I died, and I was like, this is miserable. This is terrible. The controls are god-awful. Yeah, the controls are pretty bad. I think they're pretty bad on purpose. You just, like, tap an arrow key, and it shoots you halfway across the screen, basically. Yeah, you, like... If you tap it, not much happens. You have to kind of hold it. But the moment that you hold it ever so slightly, you just rock it into a different direction. And yeah, it, it, I mean, it's a clumsily made flash game. Like it is literally a flash game. Like mm-hmm. it is not on yep. systems or anything. So it was a flash game developed by the Chiptune Band. By the way, Xander, did you at least like the music? I want to uh, ask that. Or were you too frustrated to enjoy the music? Because it was it was good. I don't think I paid much attention to the music. I think, like, I, I, if you were to play it for me now, I might recognize it, but it didn't. It didn't stand out to me in the moment. When you get a chance, go back. You know, play just a little bit so you can hear the music, like the first level. I think you'll enjoy it. But it was made by uh, Chip Tune Band One Two Three Blast On, and it was a game submitted for the off something awful game development challenge five which uh, I had looked up and it was like 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. So the game is technically retro. And that's why I was happy that I could present it to you guys. Uh, but um, I'm sad you guys didn't get to the actual story of why Icarus proud bottom is in the situation he is in. It, there's the story. There is a wonderful story and it happened 12 hours before the, uh, the adventure starts. Um, and he gets a phone call at home and his friend says, uh, do you want to go to the $5 all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet? I feel like I know where this is going. So he gets in his car, right? He's heading to the buffet. And on the way, there is a truck, a semi-truck, full of laxatives. Uh-huh. And he's driving, and he passes by it. Nothing happens. And then he hits an old lady who puts a curse on him. a spook. Okay, I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> Um, but you fight Nazis, you fight Obama, you go into space. You're really not it's selling a, this to me. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, uh, I, I mean, you know, flash games by their nature are fan made. They're a little on the clumsy side, you know. But I, I remember playing a fair few flash games back in the day, like you know, in high school and stuff. I, uh, I don't think I've ever heard of this game. No, I certainly. And have. so when you know you're when glitch is like hey guys you know here's the 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 game i want you to play you know download it run it on your computer i didn't even catch the name i i wasn't even paying attention to that i downloaded it and i was looking at it i was like 
Icarus proud about him in the curse of the I was like, is this and I the the chocolate fountain part is gross, but uh it got cut off on my computer. I just saw Icarus Proud Bottom in the curse of and I was like, is this like some kind of weird mystery game? I actually kind of got my hopes up. I was like, oh. maybe it's like a mystery game, maybe it's like a detective thing. I was like, let's check out what this is. And then it started, and I was like, Oh, right. The glitch chose this game. Yeah, I, de- I deceived you guys because I think I even messaged you saying, hey, uh, go into the G drive and download the Icarus folder. Yeah. Like I didn't I didn't reveal much about it. No. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you're welcome. I don't know what it is about my old age. I just don't like I get irritated by poop and fart stuff like Helen. My daughter has all the like the everybody poops book and she or what is poop? She wants to read these books all the time. I'm like, please, for the love of God, anything else but poop. I don't want. I would imagine as a father, you would get sick of poop quickly. Yeah, I think maybe that's what it is. I just like I still appreciate it if it's earned. Like if it's a if it's a strong like Terrence and Philip, for example, is great fart humor because it's earned. They 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 put some work into it. But I just uh, this one didn't do it for me uh, in the least. Um, so how how I found this game is I once Googled uh worst video games of all time and this came up randomly on a list that i found and i was like all right i guess this is i'll add it to the list you don't say yeah I, worst <laughs> games of all time and this this is what's on there you don't say is that right uh or it was like weirdest games i think it was weirdest games because there was there was the lsd simulator which we played okay um, yeah. there was mr mosquito which i was really hoping to get you guys to play i do have the zip file but i i couldn't figure out a way to play it um, I don't know if you guys had ever heard of Mr. Mosquito. Heard of Mr. Mosquito. I have, yeah. Um, and then there was one more I think I had you guys play. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was like it was on that list. Wasn't it the like the one, Man was there? The one with the bear driving. Yep, it was. Enviro Bear. Enviro Bear, yeah. Oh my god, bear is driving. How could that be? Yeah. Uh we've only we've All right, got so it. what do you guys what do you guys got for the rating? What are you what are you thinking? Uh, on, uh, on Icarus, Proud Bottom, and the Curse of the Chocolate Fountain. I I don't know if we've if we've done this before, but I, I think I'm gonna give it a straight up zero. Nothing redeeming about this to me. And it's supposedly the music, but it didn't stand out to me in the time. And I yeah, I'm uh, probably not gonna go back and, and listen to the music. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh yeah, uh one out of eight. I uh did not enjoy this. This was not not fun in the slightest. I don't I don't feel like maybe if the game was tolerable, I would have enjoyed the music. But like now, when I think back at that music, I kind of am like mad at it because I had to listen to it while I was playing this game. It's a it's an achievement in itself that the glitch has found a retro relapse game that makes me want to play Mega Man DOS. That's wow yeah that's that's bikes because at least this game is beatable at some point uh so i'm i mean so i find i found the main character very relatable you know Mm -hmm. five dollar chinese buffets uh you know pooping etc and so on um so i'm gonna give it a five and a half and a we'll play again we'll download the soundtrack (laughs) we'll share it on the discord Ah, uh, our standards are so very different. Glitch. Yeah. Uh, this is this is now the reason why the show is ending. <laughs> it's the glitch's fault. It's no I longer mean, Jeff's I think it's, fault. I think Escape Soul said that once in the Discord. Like, yeah, it was all toned, It was all the glitches, bad retro relapses that did you guys in. I, I think I think we have to revoke privileges. I don't think he's allowed to pick 
retro relapse for the rest of the show. Okay, I got one more, and I think you guys will actually enjoy it. I, I got one more. That's it. I think you have to submit it to the council, and we will decide. I'll, <laughs> I'll put it at the end of this episode. I'll put it in the in the uh, Discord. If okay. it's not an eight out of eight, in, in we're ending chat. the show. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't have a uh, a bracket, so that uh, that kind of leads us to the end of the episode. Do you guys have any parting thoughts on Vice City and or uh, Neville Longbottom and the Curse of the Sorcerer Stone? <laughs> Sorcerer <laughs> and the Two Kings. Uh, well, I do want to say I know I know we're ending the show, uh, but we uh, Craig and I and uh, Matrick did do a a special game shark at the end of July. It was dragon quest. If you guys want to go in and grab all those game sharks before the show ends, I mean, they're still going to be up after the show ends, but Mm -hmm. uh, I think that one's a, it's a good one. We rank all the dragon quests that are retro. $5 gets you into the Patreon. You could pillage it and then run away. Oh yeah. Viking. Mm -hmm. Take a long boat and 20 of your best men, (laughs) a long boat and five of your best dollars. (laughs) <laughs> a longboat, five of your best dollars, but no mopeds. Or Thor, have mercy on your soul. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Legend of Retro podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you all next time when, when the, the legend, legend continues. continues. Destroy all mopeds. Giggle cream. It makes desserts funny. was definitely probably one of the weirder episodes that we've recorded <laughs> i don't know we've had some weird ones well, we before. definitely have you're not wrong lpj didn't jump into the uh stream to talk about mcdonald's that's true <laughs> so what'd you guys end up doing for i saw something in the description about xander played the game as it was being recorded yep we're just you're just gonna have to listen to the episode oh Wait, you're gonna have to listen i to can it. figure it out we did uh 1942 oh, okay kinda kinda, kinda. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. You did 1941 and then 1942? Uh, I feel like you you have to listen to the episode to like fully appreciate him covering 1942. But uh, uh, if you don't plan on listening to the Mother 3 episode... No, I'll listen to it.